السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وإن عاقبتم فأعقبوا بمثل ما عوقبتم به ولئن صبرتم له خير للصابرين واصبر وما صبرك إلا بالله ولا تحزن عليهم ولا تك في ضيق مما يمكرون إن الله مع الذين اتقوا والذين هم محسنون وقال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم من استغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات كتب الله له بكل مسلم ومسلمة حسنة أو كما قال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم My most respected elders, beloved brothers in Islam We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has once again blessed us with this opportunity to come to his house and to perform our Jummah Salah with Jamaat, to make our salah with Jamaat, to come to the masjid, my dear brothers, this is Allah's honor, Allah's great favor on a, on a Muslim. This is a place where our Iman is made. A person that comes regularly to the masjid, a person that frequents the masjid, we have heard so many times, and we have read so many times also, and we also are away. But they say, إِذَا تَقَرَّرَ كَلَامُ عَلَى السَّمْعِ تَقَرَّرَ فِي الْقَلْبِ 
when something is heard often repeated then it finds a place inside the heart we hear the adhan every day the adhan doesn't change the reason is that the importance of the message must come into our hearts if a person comes to the masjid regularly my dear brothers and his iman stays fresh Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said when you see a person frequenting the masjid then bear witness that he has got iman when that apple or that fruit is attached to the tree to the branch then it will get that color it will get that, get that taste it will get that, that, that texture but when that fruit falls off from the tree it is disconnected then what happens very very quickly it becomes wasted insects get onto it and it becomes not suitable for eating it becomes only food to be thrown away so my dear brothers in the very same way also we should make dua to Allah that Allah Ta'ala give us the spirit of Iman whereby we make an effort to come to the masjid regularly inshallah make all our salahs with jamaat my dear brothers especially at this time when we know what we are facing around us Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala my dear brothers has put us in a certain zamana in a certain time where the fitnas are increasing day by day everybody is aware of what's happening at the moment in Palestine and all over the world my dear brothers and this will continue if you read the signs of Qiyamah which we read the other day in the masjid in the mornings the signs of Qiyamah are there and things will get even worse we're not being negative but the fact is that these things are bound to happen they're going to come and my dear brothers this is a sign that we have to wake up all these are wake up calls for us Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala chose for Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the Sahaba Ikram a band of people who were totally devoted to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala totally devoted to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam they realized their purpose in life that we are coming to this world not to make not to enjoy this world this world doesn't promise us anything this world is not the place where our desires will be fulfilled this world is a place of test we have to understand this fact this world is not a place where we have to become comfortable Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam by his advice verbal advice and by his lifestyle we will see that he didn't regard this world as a place to enjoy Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he was offered the wealth of Makkah the mountains he was offered to have the mountains of Makkah turn into gold for him but he preferred to live a simple life Umar radiallahu ta'ala simple sahabi simple life he, he was running he was the running the he was the head of the Muslim empire which ruled two-thirds of the then known world yet somebody comes into Medina to see where's the king of Medina you see there's a man lying there who is where is he he's lying under a tree something under his head and he's resting there there's no palace of Medina but this is a simple lifestyle they led because they knew our object our maqsad is not this dunya our maqsad is the akhirat whatever Allah has given us this has to be invested for the hereafter and Allah has given us a responsibility in this world that we have come in this world Allah has given us different means of earning our sustenance. Somebody is a doctor, somebody is an engineer, somebody is a businessman, somebody is something else, whatever it may be. But these are just a means of our livelihood. It's not the object of my life. The object of my life is to serve Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to serve the deen of Allah ta'ala. How in this short life of mine, I can establish the deen of Allah ta'ala on this earth. Or I can be, contribute towards establishing the deen of Allah on the earth. Sahaba lived this. Their words and their actions they were matching Abdullah bin Jahsh radiallahu Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas radiallahu ta'ala anhu to Sahaba it is the eve of the battle of Uhud and the Sahaba now are, are very good friends and they say to each other let us make dua to Allah ta'ala each of us make dua to Allah and one says Amin to the dua of the other Sa'ad radiallahu says that I made dua to Allah first I said Ya Allah 
Tomorrow, when the battle starts, Ya Allah, let me face the toughest enemy. Let me face him with all my might and my fury. And Ya Allah, let me, Ya Allah, overcome him, Ya Allah. And let me slay him for your sake alone. They didn't do this for, for the sake of name and fame or anything else. But it was for Allah Ta'ala. Jihad is not, there is a misconception about jihad. Jihad is not creating in us the thirst for the people's blood. Jihad is actually to spread the deen of Allah Ta'ala. When something becomes an obstacle to Allah Ta'ala's deen spreading, that obstacle has to be removed. When that obstacle is no more an obstacle, then there's no fight with that obstacle. So in the very same way also, Sahaba Ikram, when they fought, they didn't fight with the net or the intention to kill people or to take people's land. The idea was to spread Islam because this world belongs to Allah. And Islam has to, has to spread, in, and it has to be, Islam has to be practiced in, in every inch of this world. So, Abdullah and Sahaba began, began to make dua. First, Sahaba makes dua. He says, Ya Allah, tomorrow when the battle rages, Ya Allah, let me face the toughest enemy. And Ya Allah, let me, let him attack me with full might and fury. And let me also repulse him, Ya Allah, with my full might and my strength. And Ya Allah, let me overcome him, Ya Allah. And let me, Ya Allah, then kill him. And then, Ya Allah, let me take his position as beauty, uh, as booty. Abdullah radiallahu anhu says amin to the dua. Then Abdullah radiallahu anhu makes dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Saad says amin to his dua. What dua does Abdullah bin Jahsh radiallahu make? He says, Ya Allah, tomorrow when the battle will start, Ya Allah, let me face also the toughest person, Ya Allah. And Ya Allah, let me fight him with my full strength. But Ya Allah, let him overcome me. And Ya Allah, let him kill me, slay me. And then Ya Allah, let him, let him, Ya Allah, let him, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, mutilate me, let him take my, my, my ears and my, and my nose, etc. And Ya Allah, stay it, Ya Allah. And tomorrow, Ya Allah, when I stand before you on the day of Qiyamah, tomorrow when you ask me, Oh Abdullah, what happened to you? I will say, Oh Allah, Ya Allah, I gave my life, Ya Allah, for your, for your deen. I sacrificed my life for your sake, Oh Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Oh Allah, and I want Allah to confirm this fact. My dear brothers, the next morning, or the, when the battle began, when the evening came, Sa'ad radiallahu anhu says that Abdullah radiallahu anhu's dua was better than my dua. He said, I saw amongst the dead, amongst the shuhada, the body of Hazrat Abdullah bin Jahsh radiallahu ta'ala anhu, and his nose and his ears were stung in the thread. Hmm. My dear brother, the Sahaba had this just by this desire to give the life for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's deen. Hmm. Young, young Sahaba ikram, give the life for Allah's deen. But the brothers, Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa said, a time will come in this ummah, when the young, when your youth, when the young men, young Muslims will be involved in open vice and sin. Sahaba Ikram, when they heard this statement, they were surprised, they were shocked. Awakainu dhalika ya Rasulullah. Ya Rasulullah, would this actually happen? Sahaba couldn't understand this. Sahaba understood that when the person becomes Muslim, then he has now surrendered himself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah ta'ala says, Inna Allah ashtara min al-mu'minin anfusahum wa amalahum bi'anna lahum al-jannah. Verily Allah Ta'ala has, has bought and purchased from the believers their lives and their wealth in lieu of Jannah. So whatever we have, my dear brothers, the ulama remind us that this doesn't belong to us, this belongs to Allah. Allah our destination is Jannah. And for that Jannah we have to surrender our lives and surrender whatever we have for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. What does it mean for the sake of Allah Ta'ala? One is for the sake of Allah Ta'ala's deen, to offer it for Allah Ta'ala's deen. And the other is for the to fulfill the orders of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My life doesn't belong to me. Doesn't belong to anybody else. It belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My wealth also was given to me by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Actually it was loaned to me by Allah ta'ala. Allah ta'ala. This has to be used for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Sahaba couldn't understand how can the, the youth and the young men of the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
they engaged in open sins and vice. They thought of the Sahabi, Musab bin Amir radiallahu Young Sahabi of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We know the story very before so many times. Also the battle of Uhud, he becomes shaheed. But before this, brothers, he was that young boy, that young boy, handsome young youth of Makkah Sharif, who walk around with, dressed in the best of clothes, wearing the best of perfumes. Whenever he used to walk in here, people would say, Musab was passing, Musab passed by this place. Such, so well dressed he was. Every day, he used to wear clothing worth 200 dirhams. But when Iman comes into this person, and he believes in La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah, when he reads the Shahadat, he becomes devoted to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and to Allah Deen. He now, his parents come to know that he's become Muslim, so they imprison him inside their home. He gets the first opportunity and he escapes. He goes to Abyssinia. He stays there in Abyssinia for a while. And then when the Muslims migrate to Madinah Sharif, he goes to Madinah Manawara. And he's sent there as Al-Mutri, as a teacher of Islam. Young boy learns Islam to such an extent, he makes take Islam into his heart to the extent that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, this young man is qualified to teach Madinah. All the knowledge of Islam today in Madinah Sharif, the reward of it will go to Hazrat Mus'ab bin Umayr radiallahu ta'ala, this young boy. Anyway, it's now time for the Battle of Uhud. This young Sahabi, he is the flag bearer of Islam. He has the flag of the Muslims in his hands. And now the battle rages. At one point of the battle, you find the Muslims are defeated. Nabi Muhammad had appointed certain Sahaba to guard a certain pass. And he gave the instruction that that pass should not be left until the instruction is given. So when those archers who are guarding that pass, when they see now that the war seems to have been won, the other Sahaba are gathering the booty. So those Sahaba who are guarding that pass, those archers, they leave their position and they come down also too. They think, they think now this is now another war, battle is already won. So they come and they also help themselves to the booty. At that moment, the enemy noticed this weakness in the Muslim army and they attack them from behind and they make many, many Sahaba shaheed. Seven, seven of these Sahaba made shaheed in the battle of Uhud. And one of them is Mus'ab bin Umayr anhu. He is, first his hand is cut, one hand is cut. He grabs the flag with, with, his, with the other hand. And when the other hand is also cut, the enemy want to now encompass the defeat. They want the flag to fall on the ground. So he doesn't let the flag fall on the ground. He holds the flag with his two bleeding arms. And then he is pierced from behind by an arrow. And then he falls to the ground. But before he can fall to the ground, my dear brothers, Amir Sahabi runs quickly and he catch, takes the flag and he raises the flag. The Sahabi gives his life for what, my dear brothers. Once Iman came into his heart, this young man, this Sahabi, this young Muslim, he realized that when Iman comes into my heart, everything has got no value. Everything is valueless. Only Iman is of value. Allah's deen must prevail in the world, my dear brothers. So Sahaba Ikram, they gave sacrifice for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's deen. Today, my dear brothers, we are seeing what's happening around us. So Sahaba said, Will the young people of, of the Ummah become enslaved to the desires? Will they openly begin to sin? Rasulullah Pak said, Yes, even worse than that. Then Nabi Pak himself said, A time will come when the Muslim will become an obstacle to the truth. A Muslim will become an obstacle to the truth. He will regard that he will, he will, he will actually forbid and he will, he will put, he will put obstacles in the path of the truth. And he will command and he will, he will enjoin evil 
a Muslim will actually become an obstacle to the hak, to the truth of Islam spreading, and he will enjoin evil. Sahaba couldn't understand this. Our kind of Zarika Rasulullah will be Muslims. Our progeny will our followers, those who come after us, be this will this be their condition? Nabi Apakali said, definitely it will be like that. And then he said, even worse than that. And then Nabi Apakali said, what will happen? The Muslims will actually regard evil to be good and they will regard good to be evil. The compass will be completely distorted. They won't know what is right from wrong. What is good, they will regard it as harmful for themselves. What is evil and harmful for us, what Allah Ta'ala has forbidden for us. What Nabi Sallallahu forbade. My brothers, today, this has become beloved to us. It's in our zamana today, find music today, music, we are justifying the use of music. We are justifying so many haram things today. Nabi said, a time will come when people will consume alcoholic drinks and they will give it, they will give it Islamic names. There are so many kind of things that people are involved in, in the financial world which are completely haram, but people, people they give it an Islamic name, a little change here and there, and they give it an Islamic name, and it becomes halal for us to consume. It becomes compliant, Sharia compliant. My dear brothers, everything becomes Sharia compliant, my dear brothers. Is it Iman compliant? Nabi Pakistan said, it's tough call, but ask your heart. You need to ask anybody. Ask your heart, and your heart will answer you. So my dear brothers, this is what is very, very important, that we have to make an effort to see how we can strengthen our Iman. My dear brothers, we are seeing what's happened today in Palestine. These young, young people are giving their lives for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala deen. They're being bombarded day and night from all sides. Their water supplies, their food supplies, their electricity supplies, everything is being, is being destroyed. My dear, this is the time for us Muslims to realize that we have to come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's deen. We have to make sincere tawbah. We cannot go there physically in the battlefield and help them. But that is what we can do is make dua for them. Ask Allah to assist them. Make sincere istighfar. But we should actually be thinking that the ulama tell us the demand of Iman is that every Muslim should think that I am the cause of what's happening over there. At one time, in one place in India, a place called Sandala, they say there was a drought, a very severe drought. So the, so the people decided that we need to all make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They made Salatul Istisqa. The people of the town got together. The imam of the, of the place, he made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They made Salatul Istisqa, a certain kind of salah that you make when there's a drought. And then they all made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They followed the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu And they cried and they made dua. And then they waited, but nothing happened. For many days nothing happened. Then my dear brothers, it is mentioned, Hazrat Tamir Ahmadullah mentions this in his kitab. He says then, the women of that place, those women that were, the women that used to sell themselves, they came to the mayor of the town. They said to him, they came to him, secretly they came to him, they said to him, look, we are, and we have realized that we are the cause of what is happening. We are actually the cause of what's happening in this in our, in, our, in our area. Our sins have become a means of the help of Allah Pak being withdrawn from us. My dear brothers, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has mentioned in the Hadith Sharif. If you study the Hadith, we find Nabi Pak said, when certain sins would happen, certain consequences will come. When certain sins become rife in the community, Allah Ta'ala will set certain forms of punishment on the Ummah. So these women said, we have understood that we are the real cause of what's happening today. When zina becomes rife, Allah Ta'ala causes to become disrupted, the reins are withheld, everything changes around. So they said, we want to make dua to Allah, and we want to cry to Allah Ta'ala. We want you to help us. We want to go in the forest, we want you to cordon a certain area off for us. We will go in there and we make dua to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, make istighfar and cry to Allah Ta'ala. So this mayor, he complied with their wishes. He had a certain area of cordon off for them. They went in there, 
and they made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they cried to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they cried and they cried so much that Allah ta'ala's rahmat may devils came down in torrents in a very short while the very same night while they were crying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah ta'ala sent down his rain on these people my neighbors so my neighbors we should be actually thinking how, how can we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make istighfar since the istighfar said so my istighfar must be a means of you know, relieving our Muslims in Palestine and wherever else in the world they will be facing difficulties my neighbors we should understand that the enemy is in Allah's control. They cannot lift a finger, they cannot press a button, they cannot release any, any, any weaponry of theirs without the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibrahim wasalam, the soul of Ibrahim in the Quran Sharif, this is not just rhetoric. This is the reality, my dear. We have to, we are people of Iman. We have to understand things don't happen on their own. Allah controls everything. The enemy cannot overpower us without the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hmm? Ibrahim wasalam studies there in the Quran Sharif. Hmm? There's so many incidents in the Quran Sharif. How Allah 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 wa Taala Allah controls conditions. So my dear brothers, at this time we should be making sincere dua to Allah Taala, make sincere istighfar, give sadaqah for Allah Taala to relieve those brothers and sisters that are in Palestine of the difficulties, and make dua to Allah Taala to withhold the hand of the oppressors, my dear brothers. My dear brothers, our only recourse is to get back to our deen, make sincere istighfar and toba, examine our own lives, brothers. Examine our own lives. It's no use for us going on the streets and marching on the streets, my dear brothers. What will we really achieve? We'll create some awareness, that's all. But will that draw the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? We all go on the streets, we will start chanting slogans. Take our ladies on the streets also. And they will start chanting slogans, my dear brothers. This is not the tariqah of our elders and the ulama ikram and the, and the sahaba ikram. Sahaba ikram, they knew the way to make Allah, to draw Allah's help. And to make bring Allah's decision in our favor is to bring amal into our lives. To put our lives right. See where we have gone wrong. What is missing in our lives? Which haram is in my life that I can get rid of? What sin am I engaging in and I can make sincere tawbah and avoid all those sins, all those sins? What good deed can I do to draw the rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Give sadaqah, sadaqah. Inna sadaqata latufi ghadabar rabb wa tarfahu bitatassuh. Huzuri Pakistan said that Sadaqah it extinguishes the anger of Allah Ta'ala and it secures for us a good death more than Iman. Good death, my dear brothers. So our request is to good actions, make dua to Allah, give more support, financial support. Alhamdulillah, we find that after Jumma Namaz, brother requested to contribute. The Ali Dal Foundation is making a collection to send some humanitarian help to, to our, our to Palestine, inshallah, to our brothers and sisters over there. Let's see how we can contribute, inshallah, as best as we can. Make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make sense istighfar, my dear brothers. And like I said just now, very, very important is for us to get back to the sunnah of Rasulullah Pak Get back to the Quran Sharif, my dear brothers. When Nabi Sallallahu uncle, Hamza radiallahu anhu, became shaheed in Uhud. It is there in the Sirah. The whole incident is there in Sirah. Nabi Sallallahu was very grieved. What did they do, they do to him? They mutilated his body. They also, they mutilated his body. When Nabi Sallallahu saw his uncle's body, he was grieved. He made, they say, he made Janazah Namaz 70 times. And, he vowed to avenge the, the death of his uncle. But, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then cautioned him. Allah said, Make sabr. And don't give what they're doing. And don't, don't lose heart at what, what plans they are making. They're always making plans. They are, they, these people have, they, their grandfathers have the blood of prophets in their hands. What must can, how much can you expect from them? They are heartless, soulless people. 
اللہ تعالیٰ سیز میں قرآن شریف موسوح لَتَدِذَنَّا شَدَّ النَّاسِ عَدَاوَةً لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا الْيَهُودِ وَالَّذِينَ أَشْرَقُوا You'll find نبی پاک اللہ تعالیٰ سیز میں قرآن شریف لَتَدِذَنَّا شَدَّ النَّاسِ You'll find the people who are bitterest in the enmity towards the believers Ahum are these Yehud and those who make shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you find them now the alliance between these people these two groups of people their hatred toward Islam and the Muslims is now becoming more and more clear وَلَتَجِدَنْ أَقْرَبَهُمْ مَبَدَّةً لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا الَّذِينَ قَالُوا إِنَّا نَصَارَى And those people who say we are Nasara, you find them, you find that they are most compassionate and more lenient in their relationship with the Muslims. So this is there in the Qur'an Sharif. Allah Ta'ala says in the Qur'an, وَلَن تَرْضَى عَنْكَ الْيَهُودُ وَلَن نَصَارَى حَتَّى تَتَّبِعَ مِلَّتَهُمْ The Yehud and the Nasara will never be pleased with you until you follow their footsteps. This is they want, what they want. They want to spread gumrahi and balala and misguidance in the world. They want vices and sin and promiscuity and interest and all the haram to spread in the world. Because they are the agents of the shaitan. And the Muslims, we must desire that Allah's deen must spread in the world. How will this happen, my dear brothers, if we can't wake up for Fajr namaz in the morning? We can't lift up the little blanket over our heads. What are we talking about winning the jihad here and there, my dear brothers? The first jihad, this is that jihad they're fighting in Palestine is the jihad, the Azhar. They're fighting a small jihad. Every day you and I are fighting a big jihad in our homes, in our lives, in our businesses. The jihad against our nafs. If we can, we can win this jihad, inshallah, my dear brothers, overnight, Allah tell us, the effect of our, our self, our victory with ourselves and our nafs, my dear brothers, will be felt in the battlefields, inshallah, of Gaza, inshallah. My dear brothers, let's make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala assist the brothers that are there. Allah ta'ala remove the difficulties. Those who have passed away, they are shaheed. They go to Jannat. Those who have passed away, they go to Shuhada, they are in Jannat. The Bism says that before a shaheed blood can go on the ground, he's already forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are Shuhada. But you should admire the courage of these people. What strength, what courage they have shown against such a, such a so-called powerful army, the most advanced army in the world. Allah Ta'ala gave these people the strength of Iman to stand up against this army. They listen for us, my dear brothers. And make dua for them, Allah, help them, Allah, assist them. And say to them, let's take, let's take a lesson and make a change in our own lives. Bring into our lives the Quran Sharif and the Sunnah of Nabi Pak Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And make an effort to create an environment of deen in our homes, in our businesses. Brothers, let us see how we can invite one another towards Allah Ta'ala's deen. Make Salah alive. Salah come alive in the Ummah, my dear brothers. A lot of khair will come in the Ummah today. Today they say 20% of the Ummah is making Salah. Where's the other 80% of the Ummah? How can Allah's help come to us? We are crying for Allah's help. But we are leaving the condition Allah has given us for His help to come to us. We can't put the car before the horse. We have to first do what Allah wants us to do. And then we see Allah's help coming to us. Allah says, Allah says, if you have the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah's help will come to you, my dear. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to understand, put into amal, wa akhu da'wana, alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله 
أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حيا على الصلاة حيا على الصلاة حيا على الفلاح حيا على الفلاح الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الحمد لله الحمد لله القائل والذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات أولئك أصحاب الجنة هم فيها خالدون فنحمده حمدا كثيرا كلما يحمده الحامدون ونشكره شكرا جميلا كلما يشكره الشاكرون ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فيا أيها الناس أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله فقد فاز المتقون ويقول الله عز وجل يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اتق الله حيث ما كنت أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام والله سبحانه وتعالى يقول وبقوله يهتدي المهتدون وإذا قرئ القرآن فاستمعوا له وأنصتوا لعلكم ترحمون بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر, والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمن الله عمر وأصدقهم حياء عثمان وأقضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة وحمزة رسول الله وأسد رسوله اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله عليهم وعن كل الصحابة يجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير أمتي قلمي ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون وقال تعالى فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون The back. One more uh, reminder. 
that is after our salah, inshallah, those who are parked in the driveway, please remove your vehicles after your, your sunnah and nafi salah. Jazakallah. Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. Ashadu an la ilaha illallah, ashadu an la ilaha illallah. Ashadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah, ashadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah. Hiyan al-salah, hiyan al-salah, hiyan al-falah, hiyan al-falah. قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين إن الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات كانت لهم جنات الفردوس نزلا قالدين فيها لا يبغون عنها حولا قل لو كان البحر مدادا لكلمات ربي لنفذ البحر لنفذ البحر قبل أن تنفذ كلمات ربي ولو جئنا بمثله مددا قل إنما أنا بشر مثلكم يوحى إلي يوحى إلي أن إلهكم إله واحد فمن كان يرجو لقاء ربي فليعمل عملا صالحا فليعمل عملا صالحا ولا يشرك بعبادة ربي أحدا الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين يا أيها الذين آمنوا إذا نودي للصلاة يوم الجمعة فاسعوا إلى ذكر الله وذروا البيع ذلكم خير لكم إن كنتم تعلمون فإذا قويت الصلاة فانتشروا في الأرض وابتغوا من فضل الله واذكروا الله كثيرا لعلكم تفلحون وإذا رأوا تجارة أو لهوا فضوا إليها وتركوك قائما قل ما عند الله خير من اللهو ومن التجارة والله خير الرازقين الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر 
الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام تباركت يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين